Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. We made it to a Friday. It's a meat Friday at that, and it's a sexy Friday at that. I'll explain. In case you're wondering, what's on the Traegers today? Grilled double bacon cheeseburger with spicy barbecue sauce. We had the flat top mushroom onion smashed burgers, curly fries, onion rings, and carrot cake. Who's got it better than we do? Nobody. Say good morning to those watching on Peacock. If you haven't downloaded the app, please do so. Our streaming partner, our radio affiliates around the country. Our first hour brought to you by Traeger. Those grills come with ease and convenience. And that flat top, flat top, uh, the flat rock flat top grill is unbelievable. Go to Traeger.com, T R A E G E R, Traeger.com, up to uh, 20% off select grills, up to 15% off accessories for military members and first responders. Traeger brings people together for unforgettable memories and meals. We'll talk to the Vikings head coach, Kevin O'Connell, fan of the show. He'll join us, Ryan Leaf. Former NFL quarterback will join us a little bit later on as well. Phone calls always welcome. Operator Tyler standing by, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at uh, com. Twitter handle at dpshow. There's a little bit of news in regards to Michigan. This is from uh, Heather Dinich at the Mothership. Sources indicate a Big Ten response is coming early this afternoon. Michigan leaves at 1 o'clock flies mid-afternoon out of Detroit. They're going to Penn State. They're uh, getting through security checks per usual routine. All right, the timing of this is really interesting. Afternoon, you're going to the airport. You're going through security. Are they waiting till they get through security? Are they waiting till they land? Are they saying anything? Is there any news? They might tell them there's no news. That's the announcement. But... Jim Harbaugh and Michigan going to Penn State, and this is a game that is at noon. Okay. Is something happening? You know, we always talk about a news dump on late Friday afternoon where you want something to go away. I don't know if it goes away if they say, we're going to wait until after the game, we're going to wait till next week. But uh, ESPN reporting that some kind of news is going to happen sometime this afternoon. 
All right, uh, poll question today. Seton, what's the poll question we're going to go with with hour one? Well, why don't we start with this one, Dan, since you were just talking about it. A Friday news dump from the Big Ten <laughs> means dot, dot, dot. Good news for Michigan or bad news for Michigan? Oh, boy. Because the Friday news dump could be, are they, is the Big Ten protecting themselves because they're not doing anything? Are they trying to protect Michigan's reputation by dumping it on a Friday? It was also suggested that, are you being fair to Michigan if you do something late this afternoon and then they're going to Penn State? And I'm thinking, does the Big Ten have to worry about Michigan's feelings? If you're accused of cheating or you admit to cheating, then should I really be worried about somebody's feelings of if I suspend Jim Harbaugh for a game? And this is an incredibly big game for Michigan coming up this weekend. I mean, Penn State as well, but certainly Michigan for national title hopes. But trying to be fair to Michigan, if you somehow decide to suspend Jim Harbaugh, and then you have an interim head coach going in there to a game, your biggest game of the year so far. So maybe the news is there's no news early this afternoon. Uh, I mentioned it's a sexy Friday. That's our music theme today, songs that have... Sex in the title, or Marvin, would you give us the uh, definition? Yeah, so my thinking was it could be songs with uh, the title sex or sexy in it, mm-hmm. or just songs that get the party started. <laughs> okay. <laughs> By the way, the uh, school that leads the nation in news dumps is Crappensburg State. That would make sense. Thank you, Todd. Right, nailed just just want to let you know, Crappensburg State. There's always a news dump every Saturday. Yes, Todd. Don't you think a 5, 6 p.m. news story would probably favor Michigan in that maybe the punishment would be too light and all the people that are going to be up in arms about it, it's going to be after hours for those that think it's an unfair punishment. I would lean towards it being good for Michigan if they sneak it out late in the day tonight. All right, I just got this. Um, Let's see. I'll be careful in how I give this to you. This is from a source that uh, a retired official usually goes to the Big Ten Command Center on Saturday helping monitor games. He was told to hold off going in this weekend. He thinks that something's coming down this weekend. Um, They're circling the wagons in the Big Ten, is what uh, my source tells me. They have to do something. Uh, Will they reprimand and suspend Harbaugh? Uh, Are they going to reduce scholarships, NIL money, coaches recruiting off campus, etc.? So this is just somebody who's involved with the Big Ten who is uh, telling me something's happening, something's coming down this weekend. Still vague, still not quite sure how strong the punishment, if there is a punishment, and how Michigan responds. Yes, Seton. And just to add to it, my sources are telling me it could happen as early as today. Thank you, Seton. Yeah. He's all over it. I know. I love when you get a, a news story. This could happen as soon as today. It could happen as early as this week. <laughs> yeah. It could happen as early as yesterday. It's possible it's already happened. That's we just true. haven't found out about yeah, that it. That is true. Bears beat the Panthers last night That's... in a thriller. Wow. Yay. Congratulations to the Bears. Yeah. You know, this is not a coincidence anymore. This is becoming a habit, and that is... Scoring is down. NFL games are averaging a combined 43 points. That's the lowest in any season since 2009. Also, 
almost 63% uh, of NFL games this season have been the under, compared to 56% last year, 53% the year before that. Scoring is down. Now, these were two bad teams last night. I didn't expect a shootout, but the trend itself, the NFL's got a problem here with scoring because they love scoring. They've done everything they can to help offenses. They want points. They want fantasy. They want all of these things, and they're not getting them so far this year. All right, so the Bears win, and the Panthers are bad. Bears aren't much better. Uh, the draft position, so the Bears... They want the Panthers to keep losing because they have the Panthers' number one pick. But the Bears kind of need to keep losing as well, so they still get a top-five draft pick. Where do, where do they stand now? They have the number one pick? Right now, the Bears have the number one pick of the draft from Carolina. Okay. Even though uh, the Arizona Cardinals are 1-8, and eight, it's based on strength of schedule. And right now, Chicago has Carolina's pick, the number one pick of the draft. Arizona's second the New York Giants are third, and they're going into a weekend where they're favored to lose by 17.5 points. <laughs> so they're helping their cause. The Patriots, and then the Bears have the fifth pick in the draft as of right now. I, was, I, I said this a while ago when the Spurs got Victor Wambayama, that Greg Popovich got a lifeline. Because if Popovich doesn't get Victor Wambayama, does he stay coaching? An average team, a bad team, if they had the fourth pick? But you get Victor Wambayama... And I said at the time, can Bill Belichick get his Victor Wambayama? If they keep losing, is there a chance? They have the fourth pick right now. I mean, you're not going to get Caleb Williams. Probably not getting Drake May. You may get Michael Penix Jr. or Bo Nix. That's not your Victor Wambayama. And therefore, is that something where... And there's so much speculation now based off kind of a report in the Boston Globe by Ben Volan, who covers the Patriots, that, you know, if they come back from Germany, they've lost to the Colts, there's a chance maybe Belichick is fired. Okay. I mean, that's not a report. It's just, ah, you know, this could happen. Um, I don't think that they would do that to Belichick midseason. I, I just think you have to, out of respect, you can't do that to him. Do I think Belichick's back next year? I don't. Do I think, is he going to be with another franchise? Now they're talking about, well, what about the Bears? What about Belichick to the Bears? I go, okay. Well, didn't we have Lincoln Riley with the Bears and Caleb Williams and now Jim Harbaugh with the Bears and now it's Bill Belichick? Everybody's speculating. I, I had an uh, NFL source say to me, and source works in the NFL home office. He goes, hey, uh, don't rule out Belichick and the Chargers. And I go, Okay. Like, I don't see that happening, but but that's that's an opinion from somebody. That's not information, although I didn't think it was. And like I said, what's this based on? And he says, just a hunch. And I go, well, wait a minute. What about Washington? If, if I'm that new owner, Ron Rivera is probably not going to be brought back. Do you bring Belichick in to run the commanders? I, I said, that seems more plausible than to see him out on the West Coast. Uh just can't see that happening. Although he would have his quarterback, but I don't see that happening. The Bears, I don't see that happening either. Maybe Washington, but I don't think he's going to be fired midseason. Yeah, Paul. Colts at Patriots from Frankfurt, 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Sunday morning. Mm. Stand alone. Mm. Could Bill be fired by uh, 1.30 Eastern? Believe him on the tarmac. <laughs> 
Yes, Todd. The putting it out there speculation game is a win-win for any report, if you think about it, because if you're right, you were the first one to say something that outlandish. And if it doesn't happen, it's just a report. It's just, not a report. I was yeah. just speculating. I never said this was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Todd. Well, Thank you, Todd. Um, Bryce Young, after the game last night, he says, I need to play better. That's the kind of insightful, introspective opinion that I need. You know? I need to play better. You know? It's like the coach saying, you know, this is on me. Okay, thank you, coach. Yes, Mark. I couldn't imagine a press conference being worse in the game, but it was. <laughs> I have to admit, I watched Iowa women's basketball, and I would flip over to watch the Thursday night game. Smart move. Because I thought, I got to see some scoring. I got to see something. Uh, some athleticism, and uh, Caitlin Clark outscored the Panthers and the Bears last night by a comfortable margin. That would have been a great prop bet, like over under Caitlin Clark's points to the Bears and the Panthers combined. She put up 44 uh, in a win. She had 44 of her team's 80. I didn't think she played a great game. As strange as that's going to sound, she put up 44, and I go, okay. She missed a lot of shots. All right, so college football, Michigan and Penn State, that's a nooner. Miami, Florida State. Utah, Washington, to me, is sneaky. Uh, Ole Miss, Georgia. Ole Miss is always good enough, but then they always screw it up. Uh, Michigan State, Ohio State, that uh, is not going to be pretty. Texas, TCU. And USC, Oregon. Now, this is, an, this is one of those games, if I'm Oregon, I got Bo Nix, I want to showcase... He's a Heisman. He's the real Heisman Trophy candidate in this game. But this is a later game. This is where you put up style points. This is where you put up 60 if you can on USC. And if you're Bo Nix, you got to put on a show here. But I still believe that USC and Caleb Williams have one last stand where you're going to go, okay, where was that all season long? But it's really not Caleb Williams. It's the defense. And that's a really good Oregon team. Yes, Pauline? This may be the highest over-under I can remember seeing on a weekend college football game. Who wants to guess the USC-Oregon over-under? Uh, 81. 75 and a half. Okay. Usually college football, it's maybe 61, 63 is a high number. 75 and a half. And then you have Iowa. Iowa's over-under with Rutgers is 28 and a half. By the way, we did record the gambling podcast yesterday. It was fireworks, explosive. There's a lot going on. It's uh, Dan Patrick Takes a Gamble. It's available at danpatrick.com. I was outside the room, a soundproof room with a closed door, and it sounded like there was a fight going on. <laughs> I was walking down the hallway, and I heard, come on, come on. <laughs> and I couldn't tell his voice it was. Well, that's usually Shea and Irving. Usually Shea yelling at Bad Larry. Dylan also is in there. Uh, picture Day Ray and Marvin as, as well. It, it's a packed room in there, and uh, they do get around to picking games, by the way, just to let you know. Yes, Mark? We had to cut out the first two minutes of what we talked about yes, during the podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Because I said to Dylan, I, I finally had to say to Dylan, shut up, okay? He goes, uh, I'm just uh, saying some things, get some things off my chest. I said, no, 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 I don't, want it. I don't want that out. Don't do that. You don't want that out, having those kind of opinions. So uh, uh, it's available up there. We'll bring a snippet back of uh, what we had. I don't even know how long the podcasts go anymore. It just feels like it's therapy, and Shea and Irving needs therapy. He's been going to therapy. 
And he tells us what goes on when he goes in there with his wife. It's not good. Uh, the NFL weekend, Niners-Jags. Possible Super Bowl matchup. You feel maybe better about the Jags than you do the Niners, don't you? Going into this game. Lions-Chargers, sneaky good. Browns-Ravens, sneaky good. Those are just some of the marquee uh, matchups there. All right. So uh, what other poll questions do we have, Seton? And uh, once again, Kevin O'Connell, the Vikings head coach, will join us coming up here in a little bit. I got to ask him about how did you get Josh Jobs ready for a game that he didn't know anybody, probably didn't know the plays, and you had to kind of help him along through his headset. Anything else, Seton? Yeah, we got a bunch. We're going to get a uh, most must-watch-win game of the week. We're going to make a poll question out of that later. That should be a lot of fun. The most 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 must most must must most watch must, game of the weekend. Most must most win. must win. Most much oh win. Mo, oh, yeah. oh, most must much win. <laughs> most much best loss win. Most best loss Three, win. Three, two, one. Nailed that's it. that's coming up after. Okay. Uh, anything else? No. Anybody? I have oh. a poll. Okay. Who is the head coach of Michigan for the Penn State game oh. tomorrow? I'm going to say Jim Harbaugh. Long pause. Yeah. Long pause. Dude. Well, okay. I'm only going by what my source said. Something's going to happen. But I don't know if that means he's suspended. I don't know. I, I really don't know. And nobody knows. It's just all speculation here. Like, hey, this could happen and this could happen. Hey, it's a, you know, is it a Friday news dump? And you know, I, I have no idea. And then what's Michigan do? Can they fight this? How do they fight this? All right, let's take a break. Uh, phone calls are welcome. Operator Tyler is standing by. We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. 
flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Who would like to raise their hand? Paulie gave us salt and pepper. This was always bumping in the Bronco back oh, in the day, Dan, as they say. That was the only thing bumping You're in the Bronco. You're not kidding. Wow. <laughs> you are on, not man. kidding. And I had a brand new Bronco and no one to ride in it, if you know what I mean. you think it would help. All right. Uh, we'll get to phone calls coming up. Is uh, Kevin O'Connell set to join us? Sure is. He is. Okay. The Vikings head coach. Vikings are five and four, and uh, they beat the Falcons. So they uh, host the Saints this Sunday at the Broncos, host the Bears at the Raiders. All right. You got some wins in there. It's been a crazy season so far. Let me start with something that's totally away from your uh, football resume. How uh, aware were your friends that your dad was an FBI agent growing up? And did that prevent them from hanging out with you? I believe they were aware, um, but I'd like to think I did not have a Bronco uh, like Polly. Um, and, uh, but uh, I, I think they were aware, but it didn't prevent them. Uh, he had a way of kind of um, disarming them, their fears of wiretaps and things like that. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe I did think twice every now and then before I would have a gathering of friends when my parents were out of town. I can tell you that. What did he do with the FBI? He did all kinds of stuff, Dan. He did uh, all kinds of stuff. I'm very proud of him. You're uh, keeping it vague. But in true uh, family fashion, I'm going to keep it vague. <laughs> Tell me how you kind of kept the confusion away from Josh Dobbs when you know you have to put him in, and he doesn't even know the names of his teammates. So what is your job in that moment? Yeah, it was, uh, you know, so we have some ways in our offense where it might seem crazy um, to to folks to say, how is this guy that's been here five days uh, using the no huddle and, and giving, you know, giving cues to his teammates, you know, going fast. But really on that last drive, that was probably the easiest it was all day because the coach to quarterback system um, really stays open almost the whole time if you're uh, up until the snap, if you're above 15 seconds on the play clock. So that was probably the easiest all day. And that was probably when he was at his most uh, comfortable, uh, you know, moment in the game just because he had had reps, he had had some success, he had kind of found a good balance with using his legs and working through some progressions, um, but we, you know, we we had it set up going in that if he went in the game, there were some some plays that maybe he felt better uh, than others from the complete menu that Jaron Hall went into the game with. 
Um, there was only probably I tend to go rogue sometimes, Dan, and, and, and start calling something that the guys maybe hadn't seen since training camp. There was only a couple of those where I had to explain to him what I was saying. I said, you know, hey, just say this out loud and here's what it means <laughs> uh, type of thing. Um, but uh, once again, I think this this story is about Josh Dobbs. I think it's about his ability to use why we wanted to bring him in here was the experience over starting uh, you know, nine games and and playing in any offense. You know, the beauty of that is you've at least played against NFL defenses. He had played against San Fran. He had played against the Giants. He had played against some good defenses where the speed of the game wouldn't overwhelm him. So I tried to make the moments in between snaps, uh, you know, just giving him clarity on the things that I would think of if, if I was in there. Okay, I, I remember – what that play meant but wait which side is that on which side's that on hey this is on your left you're going to have you know a corner and a flat over there you know an in cut and your check downs out there in the flat like stuff like that where um you know just give him a paint a picture quickly in seven to eight seconds and then let him just go play well plus he's a very bright guy when when, when you decide if you want to be an astronaut or an nfl quarterback i think he chose wisely there but so you're talking <laughs> to him the whole time in in his headset, yeah. and I, and I would just call uh, you know I would call the player, give him a wristband number, um, and then just watch him and watch him walk into the huddle, uh, call the play. And the second I saw those guys say "ready break," I started talking again just as he walked to the line of scrimmage. Uh, and that's just a credit to another thing for Josh: how fast he got the guys in and out of the huddle. Um, not knowing some of their names might have helped because then he could just <laughs> say, you know, call the play, "ready break," and he didn't have to. You know, I know. Uh, uh, I've seen some movie scenes where, you know, the quarterback's calling guys out by their names and, hey, I need you to run this route. And you're on the button hook and you're doing this. Um, it was not like that because he would have not known uh, most of the guys in the huddle. But um, it was it was it was fun for me. It was the closest thing that I felt like being on the field, at least mentally with the with the quarterback, uh, you know, since I got those uh, really impactful snaps as a player that I did. What's what's your most impactful snap that you remember when you played? Um, I remember the most impactful on me is I remember getting you know we uh, we had a very successful game when I was in New England against the Cardinals late in the year it was about twenty degrees and I remember getting put in the game when we were up late uh, Cardinals eventually went on to be in the Super Bowl that year but um, I, I went in there late it was about twenty degrees I couldn't feel my hands and I uh, rolled out to pass. Uh, through about a 20-yard, you know, comeback on the sideline to, Ma to Matthew Slater, uh, one of my best friends, and uh, went right through his frozen hands. And then Darnell Dockett <laughs> hit me so hard that I my face was completely covered in snot. And uh, that was probably the most impactful, uh, <laughs> if I'm being honest. But uh, no, just I just remember what it was like to be, you know, come off the bench, come off in in moments, and have to walk in there, and things happen really, really fast. So. Uh, you know, just as much as I could put Josh at ease the other day and then rely on his experience. I think I gave him the coaching point probably 10 times at the end of a lot of just, uh, you know, hey, do this, do that, do this. But it was always don't forget about using your legs. Don't forget they got to defend you, um, mainly on those critical third downs or, you know, some of those plays that he made that really were game changing, game winning plays uh, like that fourth and seven scramble to kind of set up the touchdown pass towards the end. Talking to Kevin O'Connell, the Vikings head coach. How much can you learn from Brady by just watching him? And, and can you simulate that, emulate that when you go out on the field? 
Yeah, I think uh, I, I, I've kind of seen it uh, from a lot of guys over the years, you know, whether it was trying to emulate Brady or you even even to me, you know, sometimes I'll watch Jordan Love and I'll see him take a rep and it looks like Aaron Rodgers or even Zach Wilson now, you know, even the limited time he was around Aaron, you can see that. And I think that's what, you know, good quarterbacks try to do um, when they're with someone of, you know, that nature, a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback. They're like that for a reason. Um, but it's not just how they play, Dan. It's what they do Monday through Saturday to prepare. Um, it's what they do, you know, how they interact with their teammates, how they lead, how they, you know, I, I my, my whole experience in New England, uh, it really kind of shaped my whole football journey because um, I, I probably wasn't mentally at that place coming out of, you know, San Diego State where I could absorb that whole offense, so much running through the quarterback, so much responsibility. Um, but I certainly tried to learn it, and it kind of set a foundation for me uh, throughout my football journey of uh, an unbelievable uh, starting point of, yeah, I might not have been, you know, the best possible version of myself as a player in those moments, and there's a thousand things I could have done better. But there's very few days that go by that I don't think about something um, and how to apply it as a coach now, either being around Coach Belichick, being around Tom, being around a lot of, un, you know, that roster in 2008 and 2009 in New England. I mean, you you can name the Brewskis and the Vrabels, Rodney Harrison, Randy Moss, Wes Welker, um, Vince Wilfork. I mean, there were guys that I just remember. They might not have known me very well, but uh, <laughs> I was uh, – I was uh, obviously very observant of those guys and an unbelievable opportunity, you know, for the journey that I would eventually go on now as a coach to look back on that and, and uh, be able to apply a lot of things that I learned. Would you uh, give up your healthy Achilles to give to Kirk Cousins if it meant that he would be able to play this season? I absolutely would. Okay. Um, and I don't think the folks down at uh, – uh, you know, Lifetime Fitness would worry too much about losing me on the basketball court this offseason. <laughs> um, they would find somebody else to step in. But I, I absolutely would do that, Dan. When when do you know that he's blown out his Achilles? I uh, I kind of I kind of knew pretty quickly just, you know, watching him, you know, react to, uh, you know, how it, how is how he kind of went down and I was shocked that he was able to he climbed up in the pocket and it, it actually happened when his back foot hit um and the way he went down I kind of knew and then uh you know as he as he got to the sideline I went over and just you know you you, you pretty much knew how how he described it he thought he had been you know somebody had either hit him in the back of the leg and and clearly there wasn't anybody around him at the time um so I kind of knew and uh you know that was that was a tough moment. That Kirk Cousins was playing as well as anybody yeah. in our league, and uh, it was kind of my vision for him. Um, and he did unbelievable things last year. He played the position at a high level last year. But where he was at and just knowing some of the things that we were asking him to do and how he was really running our offense, our whole offense was running through him and really has had to do that since Justin's been out. Um, the way he was you know, distributing the football around the field, I mean, getting us in and out of plays, um, really doing things that kind of was my master vision for him when I first came here uh, because I knew he was capable of it. And they would have been awesome to see him play 17 plus games uh, in that, you know, in that environment and that with that kind of comfort and quiet in mind that he was playing with. So that's really what, what I felt for the most for Kirk, just because of all the work that uh, people don't always see. I think people got a glimpse through the Netflix show, but there's so much more to him than even that. 
which I thought was a really positive uh, kind of look into what Kirk's all about. When do you expect Justin Jefferson to be ready to go? Yeah, he did a little individual in practice yesterday, and, and we'll kind of keep ramping him up. Uh, look, Dan, we're going to make sure uh, that he can go out there and, and feel like he's at 100% and be the Justin that we all know. Um, you know, selfishly, you start thinking, well, maybe we can just put him in, in the red zone or we can have a package for him there. And, uh, but the right thing for him and, and, and our plans for Justin long term here in Minnesota, we want to make sure he's good to go. Uh, we want to make sure he feels like he's been ramped up and ready to roll. And we'll use this, you know, kind of open window to do that. Kind of where the bye week fell kind of gave us a little bit of extra time, uh, that we can kind of open that thing up and get him back in walkthroughs and, uh, he's been in meetings. He's been around his team the whole time. I mean, that's been the coolest part of a really tough situation for Justin is just seeing how he's responded to this adversity and still been a great teammate. He's one of our captains, and uh, you guys can see him on the sidelines. He's never he's never not around that receiver group. He's never not picking those guys up whenever uh, he feels like they need to. It's been uh, it's been really cool to see. I think he's as I challenged him. Let's you let's use this adversity to grow and and come out better on the other side, and he's done that. But there's no question I can't wait to get him back out there. Good luck against the Saints. Uh, always great to visit with you again, Kevin. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate you guys, man. That's Kevin O'Connell, Vikings head coach. Uh, Vikings are 5-4, and four, second place in the NFC North, coming off the win against the Falcons. They got Saints at the Broncos, host the Bears at the Raiders. Those are all winnable games. Then they're at the Bengals, host the Lions, host the Packers. Uh, so I got some winnable games in there. I mean, they could get to nine wins, maybe. All goes well. <laughs> All goes well. All goes well. Yeah, get Justin Jefferson back. That'll certainly help. Update the poll results if you can, Seton. Yep, I can do that. Okay. Uh, we have uh, wait, sorry. Let me go to danpatrick.com where I believe the poll is. Proposed. I've heard of it. Oh, okay. Popular website. Yeah. A Friday news dump uh, from the Big Ten means mm -hmm. good news for Michigan or bad news for Michigan. Mm -hmm. You want to guess? I'm going to say 68% say bad news. 56% say bad news. Okay. Now, right. there's another side poll question that okay. we're thinking about. Can a, quote, Friday news dump happen in season in college football? Somebody on Twitter pointed out it's a, it's tough to dump news on Friday when the entire college football world gets together the following morning. Okay. So this is more of a bomb dropping than a, a news dump because no matter what happens, it's it's big, big, and takes over tonight. Mm. Right? Well, does it take over tonight or does it take over tomorrow? But Friday Friday nights is not exactly a massive sports night. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly going to be a big deal tomorrow on college game day. Yes, and Fox, they're... Uh, and then after that, though... Uh, it goes away for kinda a goes away, doesn't it, until Monday morning? Yeah, because then you have the NFL. Yeah. And then... I think it's still kind of news dumpy. Okay. <laughs> Lightly yeah. dumpy. Yes. Uh, yes, Paulie. I keep thinking in my head, because I'm, I'm trying to go through every scenario, the timing of this with the Big Ten. I can't tell if it's slap on the wrist or the hammer. And... I don't know if it can be a hammer. It, it could be... Man, remember if Jim Harbaugh suspended, let's say he's suspended for the rest of the season and postseason. Let's say hypothetically it's the hammer. That's a hammer. That is the true hammer. However, Michigan's still eligible to be in the bowl. That would be the monster. 
hammer. But it goes back to if he's guilty of cheating, then do you take away those wins? And, or is this going to be after a while, you know, after the season, that they go back and go, you know what, you're going to have to vacate X number of wins or a Big Ten title. I mean, I, I, okay, you were guilty of cheating. That impacted those games you were playing. Do you take away, do you make them forfeit games? Like I, I'm trying to figure all of this out. Yes, Todd? I feel like if you're brave enough to drop the hammer, you should be brave enough to do it during like normal business hours so everybody can react <laughs> properly. Don't puff out your chest at 6, 7 o'clock at night. That doesn't impress anybody. Well, ESPN is saying it's early afternoon. Now, is it before they get through TSA? What time zone is it? Yeah, it's at one, <laughs> 1 o'clock East Coast time. God. you got to have a camera at the, at the, at the at airport. At the airport? Oh, man. I don't know. That's tough, man. You know how they try to keep, you know when the plane is closing up and they try to keep people from getting on a plane? Yeah. Try to keep Jim Harbaugh from getting on that plane. It'd be like one of those scenes in a movie where someone's late for a plane. They're like, just let me on. <laughs> uh, ESPN reporting Pete Thamel, uh, Jim Harbaugh's attorney, tells ESPN he fully expects Jim Harbaugh to fly with the team to Penn State. I'm confident he's going to be on that plane one way or another. What does that mean, one way or another? Like, he has a seat, or he's going to be in the overhead bin, or he's going to be, you know, in, in luggage? Yes. Well, and what does fully expect him to? Like, yeah, right now I fully expect him to until the news broke. Yeah, and then, of course he does. Of course we fully expect yeah. him to travel there If he right said, now. I don't know, iffy, I don't know. That would have been news. Yeah. Hey, he may get bumped. He may lose his seat. Yes, Todd. Would they bring marshals onto the plane to pull him out of the seat? So, coach, you have to leave. <laughs> You're not flying with the team. Yeah. It's a wild day. Uh, okay. Take a break. Play of the day is up next here. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
you know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I, I didn't mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. You imagine if you're going to an audition and all of a sudden... Marvin Gaye starts singing, and then you're next, and then you're like, uh, <clears throat> could somebody else go in front of me here? Or Sam Cooke. Sam Cooke and Marvin Gaye, two of the greatest greatest singers of all time. Yes, Paul. This just hit me as a story off what, following someone. Dana Carvey, I think it was, the comedian, said back in L.A. when he was starting out, he went in and he was supposed to do like five minutes at the comedy store, one of those places. And Robin Williams went oh, up, and he boy. saw Robin Williams. He goes, I'm out. And he ran out the back door <laughs> and walked home. And he goes, I, I'm not even touching it. Uh, Dan's deals are back for the holidays. It's a Black Friday before Black Friday. We helped you at Mother's Day, and we got some great deals. You get 50 60% off all of these products that we have. You're going to want to take advantage of this. Sign up for the uh, DP Show newsletter, and that comes out every day at 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific. Go to danpatrick.com, put in your email address in the box that slides out, and you will be good to go. That's a crazy thing that can happen at uh, comedy clubs. If you're there and they're just, you know, say that uh, they go through a night where there's a dozen people there or whatever, and everybody's getting up doing 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 5 minutes, whatever, you can be going on next, and then all of a sudden uh, the guy on stage is like, oh, hey, uh, Chris Rocks just showed up, so you're going on after yeah. him. He's going up next, you're going on after him. Yeah. It's like, oh, crap, I was all ready to go on in like 30 seconds, and Chris Rock just showed up? <laughs> there's certain comedians, though, that you just didn't want to follow, that there should have been a moment of silence for like you know five minutes before you went up, Sam Kinison was one of those guys. Robin Williams was one of those guys. I'm sure Richard Pryor back in the day, Chris Rock, Jim Carrey, where you just go, mm, you know what? How about just a moment of silence, and then somebody can go back up. Yes, Marv. And in the comedic profession, guys that are still really big names still go to those small comedy clubs to work on their stuff. Yeah. So they'll go to a little small spot, maybe like a Caroline's or even something smaller. And they say, hey, Kevin Hart wants to do five minutes real fast just to kind of work on some stuff. And you're a local comic, like, so I, sh- I got to follow. Yeah. First, about- first, you're moving me because I was supposed to be on at 10. And then, you know, Kevin Hart or Cat Williams or Dave Chappelle, whoever, decides, hey, can I just work on this real fast? A couple of phone calls. Uh, Buddha in San Francisco. Hi, Buddha. What's on your mind today? Nobody. Happy me Friday, boys. Thank you, Todd. Uh, Dan, I got to throw in my, uh, sexy song for today. Tone Loke's Wild Thing. That song needs no explanation. And, uh, Dan, regarding all of the nefarious hoopla surrounding Michigan. Yeah. Like, this is so lame, DP. This is, uh, this is so much drama. It's over the top. I mean, it's worse than a cheesy movie on the Lifetime channel. I mean, it's like, it's, this is the most, like, worst anticipated decision since LeBron went to Miami. I'm like, I'm <laughs> over this. But, but TP, the best thing, I, I think you guys will agree with me, the best thing coming from this whole entire spectacle, the best thing 
is without a doubt the new single that's going to be dropped by our boy, Rick Neuheisel. He is the best, man. And, uh, Dan, tell me if I'm wrong, but do you remember, didn't he get a cease and desist from, like, one of the networks? Because I remember you saying that he couldn't play songs on the show anymore. Am yeah. I, like, crazy, or yeah. is that true? We didn't get a cease and desist, but he said that CBS was hiring him, and they were trying to recreate what we created, and it didn't work. I get work because Rick could come on, he could play his guitar, and it and it fit in with the format. Not if you're tuning in to watch college football and he was doing a song. Um, and you know, maybe they've given him given him a little bit more freedom. He did have a song about Jim Harbaugh that he performed the other day, and maybe he'll give us the full version of that. And I and I hope so. He's very very bright, very fun, and uh, love having him on. Uh, let me see, Paul in Iowa. Hi, Paul. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Uh, shout out to Buddha and Tone Loke, but I'd rather see hips shake to Funky Cole Medina myself. Uh, uh, two points here. <laughs> yeah, hey, you should buy some stock in my Iowa State Cyclones men's basketball team. We doubled up Lindenwood last night. Nice. I know it's non-conference, but I'm just warning you now, over 100 <laughs> points. But about this Michigan thing, so in politics, when there's a Friday afternoon news dump, it's usually to mitigate the talking heads from having all week to talk about it and lower the backlash. So what's the chances that this statement is one sentence, we have no evidence that Jim Harbaugh knew about the sign-stealing investigation? I, I don't rule out anything in this situation. Once again, I want concrete evidence. I'd like to know, do the assistant coaches, the coordinators, did they get information? Did Jim Harbaugh know about it? If he did, is the punishment going to be this? If he didn't know, is it going to be this? Did the coordinators tell Jim anything. You know, we had Rick Neuheisel on. He said, no, Jim had to know. Okay, um, do I think he knew? It would be really hard to believe if they got that kind of information that he didn't know, that his coordinators didn't share with them. They hired this guy, Connor Stallions, to be on the staff. I'm guessing they probably said, hey, we're going to hire you because you're really good at doing that. One hour in the books, two more to go on this Meet Friday. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, 
or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.